Good evening. Did you have a good day today? I'm Maria. From today, I will start reading English books at night to children. This is for children, but also for me to improve my speaking skill and pronunciation. The title of the book for today is Little Red Riding Hood. So, let's get started. There was once a girl who lived with her mother beside a forest. Everyone called her Little Red Riding Hood because of her hood scarlet cloak. Will you take this cake to your grandma? Her mother asked one day. Be sure to go straight there and don't leave the forest pass. Little Red Riding Hood set off swinging her basket. Despite her mother's warning, she couldn't resist stopping to pick some flowers. As she wandered from the path, a wolf leaped out from behind the tree. Where are you off to, little girl? He snarled. I'm, I'm taking some food to my grandma, replied Little Red Riding Hood, trembling. She lives on the other side of the river, by the oak tree. Does she know? said the wolf. Its yellow teeth showed in an evil grin. He ran off and was soon knocked out the door of Grandmother's cottage. Who is it? called the old lady. It's me. Your granddaughter, squeaked the wolf, trying to sound like a little girl. With the riding hood, grandmother unlocked the door. The wolf leaped in, grabbed the five old ready, and swallowed her in one glap. Then he put on one of her lacy nightcap and jumped into the bed, hiding under the covers. A few minutes later, with a red riding head arrived at the cottage and knocked. Rat-a-tat-tat. Who is it? called the wolf, trying to sound like an old lady. It's me, your granddaughter. Come inside, my dear, cried the wolf. Little Red Riding Hood ran to her grandmother's bedside. But somehow she didn't look her usual self. My grandma, said Little Red Riding Hood, what a big eyes you have. All the better to see you with, my dear. Croaked the wolf. Little Red Riding Hood looked closer. My grandma, she said, what a big 
ears you have, all the better to hear you with," said the wolf. Vitalette riding her look closer still. My grandma, she said, "What a big teeth you have!" All the better, grab you up," growled the wolf, bounding from the bed. "Help!" screamed Vitalette riding her. As the slavering wolf swallowed her whole, a passing woodcutter heard the commission and rushed in. There stood the wolf, licking his lips, a satisfied smirk on his face. The woodcutter guessed at once what had happened. Quickly, he slit open the wolf's belly, and Rutilette Redinghead and her grandmother trembled out with sight of relief. From that day on, Rutilette Redinghead never stepped off the forest path, and whenever it was cold, the woodcutter wore a fine wolfskin coat. That's the end. Did you have fun? It was my first time to record my voice, so that I was very nervous and a little. I mistaked a little, but I had a fun. I will continue this when I have time. So please listen to it if you have time too. Um, have fun and have a good night. I hope you have a wonderful day tomorrow. Thank you for listening to my radio. See you again. Bye. Good evening. I'm Maria. I started reading English books at night to children, but I had things to do, so I was resting about it.、Um, three months or more than three months. Sorry about that. So the title of the book for today is the Jamblees. So let's get started. They went to the sea in survey. They did. In a survey, they went to the sea. In spite of all their friends could say, on a winter's morn, on a stormy day, in a survey they went to sea. And when the survey turned round and round, and everyone cried, "You will all be drowned." They called aloud, "Our sivi ain't big, but we don't care button. We don't care fig. In a sivi, we'll go to the sea. Far and few, far and few, are the lands where the jumblies live. Their heads are green 
and their hands are blue. And they went to the sea in a survey. They sailed away in a survey, they did. In a survey, they sailed so fast, with only beautiful pea green bill, tied with raiment by the way of a sail. To a small tobacco pipe must, and everyone said, Who saw them go? Oh, won't they be soon upset? You know. For the sky is dark, and the voyage is long. And happen what may, it is extremely wrong in a survey to sail so fast. Far and few, far and few, are the lands where the Jimbalis live. Their heads are green and their hands are blue. And they went to the sea in a survey. The water is soon came it. The water is soon came in. So keep them dry. They wrapped their feet in a pinky paper, all fours neat. And they fastened it slowed down with a pin. And they passed the night in a crocky jar. And each of them said, How wise we are! Though the sky be dark and the voyage be long, yet never can think we were rash or wrong. While round in our sevi we spin, far and few, far and few, are the lands where the Jimbalis live. Their heads are green, their hands are blue, and they went to the sea in a survey. And all night long they sailed away, and when the sun went down, they whistled and warbled a moony song to enchant sound of croppery gong in the shade of mountains brown. Oh, Timbalo, how happy we are when we live in a survey and croaky jar, and all night long in the moonlight play, pale. We sail away with a pea green sail in the shade of the mountain brown. Far and few, far and few are the lands where the jumbo live. Their heads are green and their hands are blue, and they went to the sea in a survey. They sailed to the western sea, they did. To a land all covered with trees, and they bought an owl and used for a cart, and a pound of rice, and a cranberry trout, and a hive of civilly bees. And they bought a pig, and some green jackdaws, 
is a lovely monkey with lollipop paws and 40 bottles of ringbury and no end of stilton cheese far and few far and few are the lands where the jumbo live their hands are green and their hands are blue and they went to the sea in a survey and in 20 years they all came back in 20 years or more and everyone said how tall they've grown for they've been to the lakes and the trembled zone and the hills of Chankri Boar and they drank their health and gave them a feast of dumplings made of beautiful yeast and everyone said if we only live we too will go to sea in a survey to the hills of Chankli Boar far and few far and few are the lands where Jamborees live. Their hairs are green and their hands are blue and they went to the sea in a survey. I hope you have a wonderful day tomorrow. Thank you for listening to my radio. See you again. Bye. Good evening. I'm Maria. And yeah, as I said before, I started reading stories for children at night and it is my third time to read a story for them. Today's topic is the ant and the grasshopper. I think some people know this story, but I will read it, so please enjoy it. In warm sunshine, the ant was working hard gathering food. As she bustled to and fro, she passed a grasshopper who was lying in the shade, singing a merry tune. Relax, the grasshopper said. Why the panic? There's plenty to eat. Sorry, no time to chat. I must get this back to my nest before winter, panted the ant, and off she went, heaving her huge load. The grasshopper struggled. Winter is ages away. Some people just don't know how to have fun, he remarked and went back to his singing. Gradually, summer fade and the leaves drift down from the trees and cold winds began to blow. 
Soon, winter arrived. The ground with snow came in. The grasshopper no longer felt like clinging. He huddled under a dried leaf, hanging himself and shivering. Just then, the ant strode past. What's the matter? she asked, seeing his miserable face. I'm so hungry, the grasshopper mourned. I should have been like you spending summer getting ready for winter. I expect your nest is full of food, he added wistfully. It is, said Aunt. She smiled. Would you like to come with me? Have enough for two. That's the end of the story. I hope you have a wonderful day tomorrow, too. Thank you for listening to my radio. And see you again. Have a good night. Bye.